keep up, suckers. It is uh, your boy Sylvan Insane. This is episode 42. XL exclamation point two time, bitch. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, the Academy Awards just happened. Happy to that. Happy to that. There's a few uh, disappointing moments in that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that fine and dandy. But um, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, we have a new host, new co-host. Her name is J- uh, Jamie Zwirling. Uh, not that Jay-Z. Uh, she is uh, currently in the Dominican Republic right now. Uh, enjoying her vacation, killing it out there. And uh, she's been killing it for our show. Congratulations to her. And uh, we're just, just happy to have her. Bringing a different perspective, bringing a female perspective, bringing the Jewish perspective, bringing the elder millennial perspective, all that type of shit, man. She's she's a wonderful person, the actor, the thespian. She's a fucking, she loves a bachelorette. Uh, what else could I say about the homegirl? She's got a talent with her voice. Just love her, man. But um, anyway, like I said, shout out to her. And shout out to Keep Up Season 2. We are, we, you know, get went through a year. Uh, still trying to get the hang of things. Uh, you know, sometimes episodes come out a little later than I want. But, I, but every Monday is where it's supposed to be at. But the reason why we delayed it this week is because, I say we, it is we though. I have a social, I actually paying people to do this fucking show a little bit. Just a little bit. No, I'm just, I have a social media manager. I have a mixer. I have myself. So it is we. It is a team. Still insane. Keep up NYC. And then you got Jamie. You got Jamie. She's on board too. Uh, I do definitely do not pay her. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, we got to like come up with like studio fees and shit like that. Podcast could be free, guys. It could be, but it's not. It's not. Just saying. So uh, let's get into... Uh, happened to me this week, and uh, there's a few things that happened to me. Let's uh, let's let's talk about other people though, real quick. Excuses for fucking being late. Uh, I don't know how many excuses you guys have, but uh, I know way too many excuses why people are late. Way too many. And uh, I have like a cliche that I'm saving for Jamie because you know what's I, I did it for a year, guys. I did the fucking show by myself for a year. And uh, it was cool. It was great. I'm so happy to bring Keep Up to the masses. We were doing 3,000 last season per episode. We actually hit 5,000 on the first. Went down to the second one a little bit. But it's cool. It's, it's uh, I don't know. They say it's like a dead period within uh, January and stuff like that. But we started in February. And uh, here we are. So my thing is, uh, why do people have so many excuses for being late? Why? I actually like to be on time. And I'm not going to lie, like I haven't been on, like I haven't been late before. I definitely have. And there's been jobs where I have been consistently late. Not going to lie. But most of the time, 90% of my life, I like to be on time or earlier. And for some reason, People could even, I know people that live a block away from where they fucking work or where they go to school. And they still would be late. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, there's some people who say, there's a cliche that like you would, you would, uh, you would lose your head if it wasn't on your shoulders. And then they got another one. Uh, you would be late to your own funeral. And there are people that would literally be late to their own funeral. Well, the cliche serves its purpose in that one because these motherfuckers are really that late. But, uh, and I can't say names in this next one, but I'm going to say sometimes you have to wonder, is it friendship or is it philanthropy? I I don't like to monetize things. I don't like to itemize. 
I've done it to people. I'm not gonna lie. I've had a few friends where, where I made the mistake of pulling a tab or being petty about money and stuff. But it's legit sometimes, especially when you are broke. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm broke at this very moment, but there's been times where like I didn't have it, and people just assume that you do. And uh, we talked about it on uh, previous episodes. It's the light skin dilemma. People think, not all light-skinned people, but there are some people who think that just because you're light-skinned or that you're white or whatever, half-white, whatever the fucking case may be, that you got the money, that you got the Benjis, that like, nah, it ain't like that, homie. (laughs) I got the links. I got the, the Lincolns. Not those type of Lincolns. I got the fucking copper Lincolns. I got the the things that uh, that fucking like uh, oxidize over in time. No, you don't want your shit to oxidize. You don't want it to turn green. You don't want it going uh, to the Statue of Liberty where people ignore uh, its its mantra. Now that uh, immigration laws, but we don't really get into politics on this show. I deal with politics all the time. I I actually work in news, so. Fuck all that shit. Anyway, and not that I'm not about it. Not that I'm not about it. I'm go Bernie. I'm glad that he's in the race now. Uh, to be honest, if I was going to vote for anybody else, Kamala Harris, Christine Gillibrand, Cory Booker, who else is out there? Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. The gay guy from, uh, let's check it out. We have a computer. Democratic primary. While we wait, ah, oh, something went wrong. Who is in the U.S. Democratic primary? Here is some information about Democratic Party presidential primaries, 2016. No, not 2016. I don't want that. I don't. I don't want that. Ah, oh, here we go. The fake New York Times is going to tell me, right? Or the, the failing Times, that we call it. Oh, so we have Cory Booker, and I said I don't get in politics. But I'm just going to name these people there, and I want to inform some of my fans. Because some of you guys don't vote. I don't know why. I don't like people that don't vote. I don't trust these motherfuckers. So anyway, we got Cory Booker, Gang. He's the gay guy. You got Juan Castro. You got Delaney. You got Gabbard. Oh, she, yeah, she got caught with some... Gillibrand, I met her, she's great. Kamala Harris, the former attorney general, now she's a senator. Klobuchar, Kluber, uh, yeah, Klubuchar, she got into trouble. Bernie Sanders with a clean pair of underwear. You know what I'm saying? Bernie Williams, health care for all, Medicaid, get out there. Trump, AIDS, all right, fast. Anyway, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Polka! You know, Pocahontas, uh, that's what I like to call Elizabeth Warren. She is like the Indian I never had. Uh, then we got Williamson, I don't even know who the hell she is. Yang, I don't know where the fuck he's from. And I guess there's somebody running against Trump, uh, his name is Weld, didn't know that. Uh, against, uh, the orange guy. But whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's my thing, so... So back to what I was saying, friendship or philanthropy. I don't even know how I got into uh, naming who is in the primary. But friendship or philanthropy, you need to make a choice. If you're going to give, you can't expect back. Is it nice to get back? Of course it is. Like, who doesn't want to? If I got you a Ferrari, if you were my friend and I got you a Ferrari, I wouldn't expect you to go get the, like a job where you can go afford a Ferrari so that you can pay me back evenly as a friend i guess and i'm again there have been times in relationships where i didn't expect so much equal but i definitely would be in situations where where i was like well i did that for you and then i've had people straight up to my face go well i didn't ask you to do that and yeah 
So now I'm in a spot where a friend I thought was a yeah I thought was a friend uh, because I mentioned splitting the bill on lunch that I usually do, and it wasn't even lunch this time; it was a ticket. And uh, when someone offers to split, you actually split the fucking ticket. Like you look at the ticket price and you try to split it. This person always tries to take the lower portion of it and gave me a few gifts. Gave me like a water bottle and let me use the person's mug. That was cool. I was very happy about that. Um, gave the mug back recently. Got the person a mu- another mug because the person tried to put it in my face. Like because I wanted to split the tickets and... I just was tired of always, like, being taxed because of, like, nice things this person has done for me. So I was just, like, I was taken aback. But then I thought to myself, I'm not even mad anymore. Because, like I said, I gave back the mug. Um, I kept the water container. I actually bought a new one, which is actually more expensive than the one that the person was claiming was $40. My $40 water bottle. Um, so now I have a $55 water bottle from Schwell, um, and it's really awesome, actually, it keeps my fucking water cold, I got, I could stop using so much bottled water, pretty dope, once I get really famous, I'll stop with all the product placement shit, cause, you know, people gotta pay me for that shit, but anyway, so, uh, I didn't give it back to her cause I thought that would be rude, and I didn't, and I gave back the mug, though, and I got another one, because I don't like owing people. I don't like feeling like I owe people. I don't like anybody thinking that, like, I owe them in any regard, any regard. Uh, I like to pay my debts. If you have, if you have a favor that you need to ask me, I wish you would ask it sooner than later, because, yeah, man, like, I don't like owing anybody. It's not my thing. So, that's all that is. It is what it is, bitch. That's the... F- nah, I'm not, I'm a, like I said, man, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for you, homegirl. I'm going to save it for you, not that Jay-Z. Did I just hear it? And, uh... Ten charges have been filed against uh, the king of R&B, hip-hop R&B. Uh, to me, the real king of R&B is Marvin Gaye. But, like I said, the real the, the king of hip-hop R&B is R. Kelly. Solidified. There are people who have said Chris Brown, Usher, Trey Songs, maybe. Some people, yo, people really front on Trey Songs, though. There's a lot of people who really don't. And then you had that dude, I don't even know what his name is. So he was the king of R&B. He sings like covers and shit like that. As a matter of fact, he's covering R. Kelly's Chocolate Factory, I believe, in TPP.com or 12Play, whichever one. Like, So now there's an HBO documentary, and they're actually getting sued because they, they aired The Danger. They're the ones that distributed the, the Danger Tour. And I guess part of their agreement or non-disclosure, or uh, they can't make disparaging remarks about the artist. And they're getting sued for $100 million or something like that, HBO. So to me, if I was HBO, so HBO uh, produces uh, Game of Thrones, which which takes about um, 10, with the newest season, it takes like 10 million, uh, it takes 10 million dollars to make an episode of Game of Thrones. There was one season where it took 2 million to make an episode of Game of Thrones. So, HBO is definitely going to eat that lawsuit. It's obviously not going to get to 100 uh, million. So they're definitely going to come out with this fucking documentary, just like they had Surviving R. Kelly on Lifetime. And I said that I questioned the motives of Lifetime until I actually really thought and got into conversations with people about this. Because that's what this is all about. 
it's not just making assumptions and it's not even like the court of public opinion either like you can't throw people in jail i've said this many times you can't throw someone in jail like so if i was in a casual conversation and based on that evidence in the beginning in the first case i couldn't throw r kelly in jail off of that but I'm hearing there's a couple of more tapes. This guy, Michael Avenatti, the guy that was representing uh, Stormy Daniels uh, from you know, the, here we go again with the politics, uh, the Trumpy guy uh, with the small hands, dealt with that. So now I'm beginning to see this pattern that he's a little bit of a trashy lawyer. <coughs> but that's cool. I mean, gotta, you know, the work, gotta get the work somewhere. And you gotta, you gotta help people. Everybody needs help. So, my question is, do we cancel both of them? Do we cancel one of them? Does Prince win in all of this? Because even fentanyl is better than Depravan. Just saying. And I saw Surviving R. Kelly. And I'm sure a lot of you guys did. And I'm pretty sure you wish that you saw the Fire Festival Part 3 instead of seeing some of that shit. The first three were really good. And to be honest, TV has normalized child molestation quite a lot lately. Patrick Melrose. Uh, I just saw something recently with a lot of child molestation. Um, oh boy. I forgot what I saw recently. But it's been crazy. It's been crazy. A lot of people getting raped. And obviously it happens a lot. It happens a lot. But I just didn't expect it to be so much in TV. Incest has been all over TV. Game of Thrones. The Borgers. Uh, Osage County. Benedict Cumberbatch. And uh, that actress from... Oh, boy. All right. See, I'm forgetting names. I didn't smoke, smoke a fat-ass blunt before this anyway, so that's probably why. But anyway, again, should we cancel the King of Pop for what he did? And I, I am, personally. I don't I don't really listen that much of his music anyways anymore. I, I love his music. Don't get me wrong. And I love R. Kelly's music. Love both of them. So, like, if I'm really, really in the mood, I probably will listen to that shit. I'm not trying to backtrack or be hypocritical. But most of the time, I do not because I do think of those things. Most of the time, I say to myself as a as a human being, like, I get creeped out. I get creeped out when I think about the things that they've done. And so naturally, most of the time, I can't listen to their music because of that. I mean, I can't shelter my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, they made a really good catalog. So, and, a lot, and to be honest, it's not just them. There's so many fucking artists. Elvis used to steal from Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry married someone young himself. Elvis Presley. Jerry Seinfeld. Huey Lewis. There's just so many people that have that have done that traditionally. And I don't I don't think that's a product of the time. And I and I saw this quote actually that I agree with. Uh People that say that it was a pride of the time erase the people that tried to change those times. And I totally am on board with that. Totally on board with that. Uh, I try not to say it. I try not to say it because it's no excuse what time you were in. No excuse. Maybe like technological things. I get that. But like there are so many things like human rights wise. We went backwards. And so when people go it's a pride of the time. I'm just like. No, like people really had choices in how they wanted to treat people and we made pretty right like we we made pretty conscious choices of what we wanted to do with that so i don't believe that bullshit was the time prior to the time fuck you anytime you get somebody to do what they anytime you you let evil people do what they want to do it's not a product of the time. It's because you were fucking passive. So, cancel both of those motherfuckers. Did I just watch? And I crammed in some movies for the Oscars. Green Book. Oh boy. 
So uh, let's pull that up, actually. Let's pull up the nominations, and I'll read them very quickly. Not, maybe not all of them, but we'll see. Because it was a pretty, it was a pretty diverse uh, Oscar nominations and winners, 2019. The 90th Academy Awards nominees are The Shape of Water, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and others. Yeah, we're not going to do that one. We're going to do... Why, why can't we do uh, 19? Save as 19. Yeah, we don't even need to make an announcement with that, Google. Thank you. So, uh, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Green Book 1. Now, Green Book was uh, written... was written by Nick Vallelonga who is the son of whatever Valonga in the movie, I think Tony, is that his name? And uh, Peter Farrelly, who was one of the directors, the Farrelly brothers in uh, Brother Solomon and, and something about Mary, those type of movies, I believe, Saving Silverman. Uh, I, I love them. They're great. I think they had something to do with the Ace Ventura movies. They're, they're, they're very hilarious. He made some... Uh, yeah, he, he made some crude jokes recently that he had to take down. Everybody gets taken down by Twitter. And then uh, Nick Balalonga, the son who wrote who co-wrote the movie... He had some anti-Muslim tweets, which is hilarious because Marishala Ali, who won for Best Supporting Actor, he now has two, and he's the first person ever to have back-to-back -back two supporting artist awards, uh, acting awards. Uh, Well-deserved, too. Marishala Ali played Dr. Shirley in uh, the movie Green Book, and he was excellent. And Viggo Mortensen was actually nominated as well, and he was really good, too. He wasn't as good as Marishala Ali. As a matter of fact, Viola Mortensen usually outacts people. He's the man. I loved him in Captain Fantastic. One of my favorite movies. So good. So, uh, but the controversy with Green Book is that the story wasn't real. So everybody said it was a real story. Octavia Spencer uh, produced it, and she wouldn't answer questions. And Marshall Ali was avoiding questions as well. Viggo Mortensen was very in denial about it. But uh, the the relatives of Dr. Shirley say that the relationship that they had was not real. So if you know any part, sorry, spoiler alert, it's about uh, this musician that goes down south to play his music. He's a pianist, a classical pianist, and uh, he needs like a goon to go down with him in security. And he gets this goomba dude uh, named Tony Bellalonga, and he's actually like more street savvy than Dr. Shirley, and Dr. Shirley uh, is just, like, dainty and stuff like that, but very, very, very talented, and uh, and they develop a friendship, and the family said it was just a working relationship in real life, and that they are lying to get an Academy Award, and they did. They, they, they accomplished what they set out to do. So, Green Book, in my opinion, shouldn't have won. It, it could have went to anyone but them, to be honest. <laughs> like... Uh, I would have been okay with Vice. I would have been even okay with Stars Born, Roma, Black Klansman, Black Panther, The Favorite, and Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't see why Green Book. Hollywood loves the white savior. They love to save black people. They love to save other races. It's just one of the things they like to do in movies, and I'm not down with it. So let's see some of the other nominations. So I had picked actually. I had picked. Well, sentimentally, I had picked. Uh, Black Klansman and Black Panther. But I actually thought that... I actually thought that Bohemian Rhapsody or Roma was going to win. That's who I thought was going to win. But anyway, best original song was I'll Fight Diane Warren. I would fight that bitch. When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs, Gillian Welsh and David Rawlings. All the stars, Kendrick Lamar, SZA, I love SZA. And the winner was Shallow and Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, and fucking Bradley Cooper and Andrew Wyatt. 
Now, the best Academy Award should go to Bradley Cooper's baby mother because Lady Gaga was about to whoop out Bradley Cooper's penis and suck it in front of the whole Academy. She was all over his dick. They were about to like make out when they were on the piano. I'm telling you, I if you saw it, I don't know how I don't know how Bradley Cooper's homegirl was just sitting there watching this. And she's banging. She's actually better looking than Lady Gaga. So I don't know. Like I said, Academy Award goes to Bradley Cooper's uh, home, uh, girl. I don't think they're I don't think they're married or anything like that. They're pa- partner. Best sound mixing, you had Bohemian Rhapsody win against Black Panther, Stars Born, uh, First Man, Roma, Black Panther, and that's it. So that went to Bohemian Rhapsody. Then we have best original score that went to Black Panther. Uh, it beat Black Klansman, Mary Poppins Returns, Isle of Dogs, and if Beale Street could talk. Best actor went to Mr. Robot, Rami Malik. He was uh, the first Egyptian-American to win an Emmy, and now he's the first Egyptian-American to win a Best Actor award. He beat Bradley Cooper, William Defoe for that Attorney's Gate, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, and Christian Bale from Vice. He played Dick Cheney. Then, for Best Actress, I was disappointed in this one as well. I was not disappointed in Best Actor or Score. Those were good. As a matter of fact, most of the awards were good, except for Best Actress and Best Picture. So Lady Gaga was, was nominated for Stars Born, Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me, Yalitza Aprecio from Roma, uh, Glenn Close, who has been nominated six times, and now she is zero for six because Olivia Coleman, a very talented actress, she won the Emmy for The Night Manager. She is amazing. But she did not deserve this award for The Favorite, where she played Queen Anne. And I didn't get it. Uh, the movie was good. The movie was dark. It was a dark comedy. Got to see Emily uh, Emma Stone's boobs. Uh, boob, actually. Just one boob. And it was quite glorious. It was a nice boob. But um, everybody was better than Olivia Colman in that movie. Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone. I think I would acted her in that movie. Or just had better roles. Like, they just... So I didn't understand why she got that award, but the Academy thinks they know better than me, so it's all good. For Best Supporting Actor, you already know, Marishala Ali, another one he got for Moonlight, now he gets it for Green Book, for playing Dr. Shirley. I picked Adam Driver from Black Klansman, then there was Sam Rockwell from Vice, he played George Bush, Sam Elliott in A Star is Born. Then we have, uh, he was uh, the brother of Bradley Cooper in that movie. Roger E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Really good movie. Best Supporting Actress, my homegirl from Poetic Justice. She won, She wins Best Supporting Actress, Regina King, for If Beale Street Could Talk. Then you have Emma Stone for The Favorite, Rachel Weiss for The Favorite, Marina de Tirada, Marina de Tavira, Roma. Then you have Amy Adams, who is now over six as well, from Vice in Academy Award nomination. Which I'm not mad because I like Regina King, so it's all good. Best Animated Feature, Disney took a L, and Disney actually came out with two fucking movies this year. And Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, go freaking Marishala Ali, because he's in that movie as well. It beat out. He plays the Prowler. It beat out Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, Mirai, Incredibles 2, and Isle of Dogs. A Wes Anderson flame. Love Wes Anderson. Best Director, Alfonso Caron, Roma. He wins. Uh, he beats out my homeboy, uh, Spike Lee, for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice, Powell Pawlowski for Cold War, and Yargos Lanthimos for The Favorites. Best documentary feature is Free Solo. It beat uh, of Fathers and Sons, Hale County This Morning, Mind of the Gap, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Free Solo. Uh, shout out to Caitlin. She, uh, my, my old uh, friend from middle school, she actually worked for her. She did not like her, but, you know, shit happens in show business. 
foreign language film, Roma, Alfonso Caron, Never Look Away, It Beat, Never Look Away, It Beat Cold War, Capernaum, Shoplifters, is for best foreign film, Roma was excellent, best cinematography I've ever seen, not an amazing movie as far as script, but a very good shot movie, and it definitely enhanced the film. Uh, Peter Farrelly wins for best original screenplay, like I said, with Nick Vallelonga, that's bunch of racists that's what i'm saying no white saviors guys it took me a long time to watch the blind side with sandra bullock and i love sandra bullock but i'm so sick of white people just knowing black people or brown people or any type of asian any type of people and they just develop this friendship knowing that the hierarchy is just gonna keep staying that way and nobody gives a fuck about white guilt like that so leave it be they beat out first performed vice the favorite roma and that's about it best adapted screenplay goes to black klansman and spike lee with his other two writers kevin wilmot and charlie watchell so he finally gets a competitive oscar he got a lifetime achievement award he beats out uh oh there's another one david rabinowitz it's hilarious he has like a bunch of jewish people uh writing with him even though he complains about having blacks write films and shit like that. Sorry I said Jew people like that, but I, lo- I love Jewish people, just saying. Uh, Joel Cohen, uh, I don't even have to say his name. Who, who doesn't love the Cohen brothers? Uh, the Battle of Buster Scruggs uh, lo- loses to Black Klansman in the Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, Star is Born loses as well, and Barry Jenkins from uh, If Beale Street Can Talk, and Jeff Witte, if Can You Ever Forgive Me. Best Cinematography, of course, went to Alfonso Caron, who also directed Gravity and Children of Men. He beats out The Favorite, Star is Born, Cold War, and Never Look Away. Best Visual Effects goes to Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong is also a fight elk. He is in my fraternity. He's from my fraternity. Uh, that won for Best Visual Effects. It beat out Christopher Robbins, Infinity War, Ready Player One. And Solo. Disney didn't take a huge loss because they won in Best Animated Short Film. That is Bow. It beat One Small Step, Late Afternoon, Weekend, Animal Behavior. Best Costume Design goes to the first black woman ever, Ruth E. Carter, Black Panther. Mary Zafris, uh, she loses uh, Battle of Buster Scruggs. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots also loses costume design to Black Panther. The Favorite loses to Black Panther. And Mary Poppins Returns also loses to Ruthie Carter and Black Panther. Congratulations to her. Best Film Editing, I Don't Know Why, went to Bohemian Rhapsody. That was a joke. Uh, I had Vice winning that. And I had a few other people picking Black Klansman. The Favorite, Vice, and Green Book. The winner of Best Film Editing was Bohemian Rhapsody. Best Production Design went to Black Panther. It beat out The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, uh, and uh, Roma. So that's the first black people to win Production Design, African Americans to win Production Design. Best uh, Sound Editing went to Bohemian Rhapsody. That was another joke. Black Panther, it beat out Black Panther, First Man, Roma, Quiet Place. Oh, wow, I didn't even know the, the Quiet Place was uh, nominated. I forgot. Live action short film, Skin Wins against Marguerite, Mar- a Mother, Detainment, and Foul. Best Makeup goes to Vice. That was crazy because Dick Cheney, he looked just like Dick Cheney in that fucking movie. And a lot of other people did too. They looked like, well, they didn't all look like Dick Cheney. But they look like what they were supposed to look like as their characters. And guys, I love period pieces, but like people that are not dead yet, it's it's an impersonation. Uh, who gives a shit who got the, the Irving G. Thalberg Memorial Award? Why not? Kathleen Kennedy? Cool. Nice. Uh, and she, she works for Star Wars now, so that's cool. Frank Marshall. Uh, best short documentary. Last one is Period of a Sentence, and that is uh, that beat Lifeboat, Endgame, Black Sheep, and A Night at the Garden. 
So, yeah, man. So this weekend, like I said, I, I crammed in Green Book. I crammed in The Wife. I crammed in The Favorites. And uh, we all had a Bukkake. But, uh, uh, yeah, most of these picks I actually made, except for Green Book. And except for Best Actress. I literally made, I think I made all the picks. Oh, no. I had Christian Bale winning Best Actor. But I should have took Mommy and Malik because I'm all, you know, I'm Mr. Diversity, man. I love that shit. And that's hilarious. But I had Adam Driver, like I said, winning Best Supporting Actor. And I, I, def, I did have Regina King winning Best Supporting. But, uh, yeah, the 91st Academy Awards, we have a long way to go. There's only one woman that is one out of nine nominations ever in the 91-year history of the Academy Awards. There's only been zero black directors that have won for Best Director. And they are 0 for 6. Glenn Close and Amy Adams are also winless. Ugh. Did I just go? So like I said, Jamie went away. So next week you will hear about her misadventures on uh, the second wedding of her brother-in-law. So that would be cool to hear about. Uh, maybe she's pulling a cell, got her groove back. Maybe she got a really hardcore massage. Who knows? Just don't get lost out there, homegirl. We need you. We need you, man. Took a long time to find a new host. I don't have the manpower anymore, guys. I don't have the wherewithal to find another host. So, you guys better hope I keep her. Uh, vegan brunch was canceled, and the person that would probably listen to that, uh, the pro- I would want to avoid listening to that. Uh, she's been dugging and dodging me, man, and I don't get it. I do get it. Sometimes people get a new boo, and they didn't they didn't have a boo. For that, yeah, when people don't get dick or pussy that often, they fucking lose their minds. They lose their minds when they get a little sliver of it. And you could tell that, you know, either she was getting fucked not right before, and now, like, somebody wants to fuck her on a regular basis. So, that changes life. That changes everything about your life. So, uh, I was supposed to give her, like, a, a, a fucking. Bong Appetit from Viceland. I was supposed to give her a, uh, a cookbook, which is really cool. I might as well just fucking keep it. But she told me that that the next few months she was going to be booked. And that's like one of my pet peeves. Don't be telling me that like three to six damn months out of your fucking life is going to be that hectic. Unless like you're on tour and you're like training pachyderms or something. Or... I say this all the time, it's like you're working for like the FBI or the CIA, or like like some world famous diplomat, or like, I don't know, you're like one of the, the world's best lawyers, and like you, man, you like fucking bill like 80 to 90 hours a week and shit like that. None of my friends live those lives. None of my friends live those lives. They don't, they don't scuba dive, they're not on teal, SEAL Team 6 or... 12 or fucking whoever, I don't even know, but they live none of these lives, but yet some, the, the person had the audacity to tell me that they were going to be busy for three to six months or something like that, and to me that's, that's irresponsible as a friend, and this person uh, invited me to this vegan brunch, or vegetarian, I don't even know if she's vegan, I'm not even giving her the right credit. And it just dwindled down to just me, her, and the boyfriend. And as a matter of fact, I went to go smoke a J after, you know, the kickball team. That I actually just exited the group chat. I, lit- I literally just exited the group chat. So where the fuck did I go? I exited the group chat. That's the point of this whole thing. Not joking. Uh, I, I did. After my friend uh, that brought me to the kickball team, she exited. And you see that on, on uh, WhatsApp. So I, I, I saw her leave, so I, I left too. So I'm sure they talked a lot of shit about us because we weren't very fan favorites. We got into those arguments with the commissioner. Shout out to Jessica, you fucking cunt. 
Um, but anyway, so now I love I love my friends, uh, even though I'm talking shit about it right now about a vegan brunch. Uh, yeah, I just didn't feel compelled to come all the way out to Astoria when she tells me those type of things. And even though it was her birthday the week before, but the reason why I said the kickball team is because I went to go smoke a J one time at her place, and the boyfriend wouldn't come out to say hi. Like, we were playing video games or something. And I barely know the dude. I don't know why, like, you know, I, I piss a lot of people off, but I haven't even had time to piss this guy off. So... You gotta give me, you gotta give me, like, a chance to fucking piss you off or rub you off the wrong way. Or just rub you off. Whichever one. But, uh, yeah, so that's why I didn't go to vegan brunch. Fuck vegan brunch. I used to say that I wanted to become a vegan by 35. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, you know, I, I fuck everybody that doubted me, too, to be honest. Fuck all of you. I'm so pissed that none of you guys wanted to support me. I'm joking. I'm not, I'm not even pissed. I think it's just better that I just, like, just don't eat like a pig. Like, don't eat too much fucking meat. Try to balance that shit out. Paleolithic, that shit. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. Where the fuck did I go? I, I fucking went crazy. So, uh, what the fuck did I say? And that's the, the last segment of uh, episode 42. Uh, this episode is called The Golden Shower Rule. Now, it's ironic. We talked about R. Kelly a little bit. Like I said, that motherfucker's going to jail. He had some Chicago people, police department. They're on a roll right now with Jesse Smollett. Uh... But like I said, the golden shower rule. So Jesse Smollett, I didn't even get to get into that before. That motherfucker, he's from Empire. And supposedly a hate crime happened to him where a noose was put around him and he was doused with bleach. Now there is more details that come out. And he supposedly wrote like a like a threat letter to him, from himself or demanding more pay or something like that to Fox. And... Uh, Supposedly, he staged it with these two Nigerian uh, trainers, and now evidence has come out that he actually did pay them, but not to do the hit, unless there was, like, a, a code for, like, you know, I'm allergic to, like, oat milk or something like that. They showed the text messages, and it was basically talking about his fucking diet. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know. Like I said, the dude had a noose, like, three hours after... There's fishy things from the police department, and there's fishy things from this motherfucker. I can't trust nobody. And to be honest, man, it sucks because hate crimes definitely happen. Ain't nobody need to be faking them things. So, of course, conservatives like my friend Josh, douchebag, uh, this guy's running with it. This guy's, like, all over it. And even though these motherfuckers sent pipe bombs, these guys have been, uh, I mean, Donald Trump has said that he's going to pay the legal fees if anybody beats somebody's ass in the crowd. Uh, all types of things, man. Char Charlottesville, I just have to say Charlottesville, like, that basically happened. So, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. But, uh, yeah, so the golden shower rule. Uh, I love the dirty, I love the dirty titles. I can't, I can't fucking, like, promote them too hard on Facebook, though, because Facebook has, like, strict uh, cursing laws and stuff, so you can't, like, promote it, but, uh, 
And plus, I have a lady on the show. And, I, you know, it is a little sexist to say that, by the way. It's a little sexist. Because I know that, like, it's her brand. It's not even, like, the lady part. It's her brand. She is not as vulgar as me. She's definitely not. And as a matter of fact, there was a host I was going to bring on the show. And she is, she's vulgar herself. And it's hilarious because she claims that she's a Christian. And it's not even that she claims it. She claims it when there is a what the fuck in the sound effects and the segue. So she was not okay with that. She said because she's a Christian. Like she was like, could we bleep that out or something like that? Like the people that she knows would be listening and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I like rolled my eyes like so far in back of my head. I think they came back around. And then they rolled themselves back again because when they saw the sight of that dumbass bitch. Ugh. So anyway, this woman's actually talented, but she doesn't know how to use it. And she does a lot of extra work, and she does a lot of bartending work. And I get it because she's a daughter, so like you know you gotta live on a different type of hustle. But. Nah, man, like, when they, she doesn't see the opportunities, I just don't see it anymore. I don't see, like, being an extra. And I don't, maybe, maybe she'll be in a show one day, and I'll, I'm, I'll be the one just doing this podcast still in my room. Nah, I do it in a studio now, but when I do it by myself, guys, which is this week, I am in my room. I'm not even going to lie. I'm doing my thizzle, but I'm in my room. Uh, speaking of showers, fucking in the shower is pretty awkward. I don't like fucking in the shower. Not a fan of it. And you don't usually hear that. There are so many people who love fucking in the shower. I am not one of them. I don't like it. I slip. I like to have a grip. I like to have a grip when I'm fucking. Now, unless there's, like, some bar that I can hold on to. Like, and then on top of that, like, you're trying to get clean, too. So, like, when you have, like, soap suds on you and shit like that. Plus, my, my ex, when we did have shower, in the, uh, shower sex, she was whack at it. And she, like, told me about, like, when she, like, lost her virginity, she, she did it. So, that kind of turned me off, too. And, uh, and the people that I've done it with before that, they weren't that good at it, either. So... Fucking shower sex, unless I can be convinced otherwise. So, like I said, I'm, I'm waiting to get back on my freak shit when I'm rich. Right now, I'm on timeout because I don't have enough money. Plus, because, like, it's too much work when you have when you have money and you, and you want pussy. Like, when you want ass, when you want ass, uh, whether you're gay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, sometimes. So, I guess, like, if you're the bottom or you're a girl... It's better for you, I guess. But, um... You... You don't have to... Like I said, you don't have to You don't have to work as hard. You don't have to work as hard. Now, for me, I don't have that much money. So I have to work hard, too hard and then take the money that I work too hard to get and pay for cab rides and all types of things. Like I said, there's this girl that I, that I stopped seeing... Because she wanted me to pay for a cab ride. I asked if we could split it. She did not split it. It ended up being $50 to get back to the Bronx. And I didn't even come. I didn't even nut. So, like, yeah, I'm not I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. So she's asked for round two, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. No offense. I, lo- I love her. She's a good, good person. But... I'm just, it's not even her fault. It's not even her fault. Like, that turned me off, obviously. I wasn't into that because of, yeah, and I'm cheap. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pay $50 for, like, me not to nut. Like, come on, man. Like, blow my mind. And then I'll, I'll be paying for your fucking cab ride for, for, like, the whole month. Like, wherever you need to go. But, like, that didn't happen. So, yeah, it's just too much work. It's just too much work. It's like fucking in the shower. But uh, I'm just trying not to try too hard. That's my mantra in February, at least. Trying not to try too hard. Because every time I try hard, I'm, I'm labeled to go hard. I'm labeled like all types of nasty things. 
And not that I need, like, everybody to like me. But, uh, I, I'm trying. I'm learning. I'm doing the best that I can with my job. And if I do go over and above and beyond, it's not too above and beyond. It's like, it's like you know, above and hovering or, like, treading or hopping over the line a little bit. Peeking, peeking up, seeing if the coast is clear. So, like I said, try not to try too hard. But I'm still petty. I'm still petty. I noticed. So, I, yeah, I can't say too much. But I noticed that my ex-friend is trying to follow my ex on Instagram again. And liking her pictures and shit. And, yeah, man. They don't know that I won Stalker of the Year. Four years in a row. They don't know. I don't know that I got the, the, yo, I'm the defending champ, and that is some loser shit, so it's a loser shit on my end that I, my, one of my friends, I, you know, I told him about one of my grudges, and to be honest, there's nothing wrong with grudges, it's the people that think that they can get away with things multiple times that are the real problem, but, uh, Yeah, I noticed that she's still lame like that. So when I stopped being friends with someone before that, she tried to be friends with that person. And I feel like Drake, like my enemies become friends. Like, what's up with that? And my ex, luckily, well, who knows? Maybe she'll do it later. Um, but I can't. I have to learn not to care. It's okay. And I don't. I, there's many things that I learned not to care about my ex and my ex relationships and ex friendships. But I still get petty, and you know, gotta get your petty out. Gotta, you know, you gotta get, you gotta leave a little petty in there. You can't take the whole petty out. So I'm always gonna be petty. So like I said, I I hope that I hope she doesn't follow her back. You heard it here. You heard it here first. I hope she doesn't. I know that's so weird of me to say, but I don't care. This fucking this is my podcast, and it gets therapeutic like that. And so, just, it's, ugh, yuck. And the bitch, with all her fucking cellulite, it's the, it's the bitch that I wouldn't fuck. It's the, the, the bitch that I wouldn't fuck ever. She's gross. She's too fucking hairy in the wrong places. She's nasty. And she barely can breathe. She's so fucking fat. And literally, anytime I'm dead, like... That whole Brazil thing, she didn't have my back. The whole time where one of our friends, like, tried to lie on me. And throw me under the bus and talk mad shit about me. She didn't do anything about that or, like, didn't even, like, you know, support me at all. Or, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, hung out with my ex behind my back a few times. Uh, and my ex laughs at her. My ex, like, when we were together... Used to laugh at her. Used to see her body positive pictures. And I'm all about being positive about the body. But if you have like a semi-decent body. Like if you have some fucking train wreck of a body. Like there is nothing positive about that. Like no. Not all bodies were made equally. Not all bagels were made equally. Not all pizza was made equally. And not the piece of cellulite. Hovering over your fucking ass. Is equal either. So, yeah, I don't understand, like, if people are losing weight and you're screaming body positivity, so what's the next step? Like, are you, like, are you, like, negative positive? Are you, like, his positive after being the body positive? I don't know. You need to tell me. But anyway, uh, and this woman actually pays for followers, too. That's on top of that. 6K followers. She, like, does some, like, some, like, tag thing. Like, they tag each other in these, like, fucking back photos and shit. And, like I said, she shows, like, she tries to put up all these little thirst trap photos and all these, like, Arab fucking fake accounts and shit like that. Or, like, these thirsty motherfuckers that have never put their dick in anything other than a fucking sheep. I don't even know. Or, like, their cousin or something. But... Yeah, dude, she's, uh, she's one of those people, man. She, 
not one of those people, my bad. She's not one of those people. She's very, like, her family's awesome. Um, she comes from good stock. But she just is, like, totally unloyal and, like, just tries to do some fuck shit because, like I said, she does, she has a lot of people that she doesn't know on Instagram. So she has to try to, and she's still friends with my ex-friend. That's probably why they, like, probably bumped into each other in, like, the same circle again or something. But like I said, my ex and the redhead that is her fucking best friend. Yo, if you ever listen to this, if you ever do, I hope you do actually. I hope one day, maybe like a year from now, maybe like two years, let it like let this episode marinate on my fucking website or like SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes or Google Play. Whichever one you want to let marinate and you want the goodness to come out. They don't like you, they talk shit about you, and they laugh about you whenever they see you in a picture or they hear you in an Instagram story and your fat ass is walking up some steps. My family, who still follows you, because, you know, loyalty is not a, uh, a generational thing, uh, they laugh because whenever she's walking up the stairs, she's always like... such a dope spot so like I think she needs like some sleep apnea or maybe that's me maybe I'm the, the, the sleep apnea machine but uh I just want to leave on this note from Carl Lagerfield he wasn't the most uh I mean he, he just died recently R.I.P. but uh so this is like the end of my episode that I'm doing alone dolo still insane uh, so this is from Carl Lagerfield, rest in peace. I don't want to be real in other people's lives. I want to be an apparition. So you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Keep Up NYC is on Instagram. Keep Up Shut Up is growing their fo- my followers. I'm almost getting up to 200. I like to do things organically as much as I can. Um, shout out to my social media manager. She's back at school. She's finishing up her degree at Parsons. Uh, shout out to my, my cousin Harry who does the mixing for this. You guys should subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's also still insane. Our first episode, uh, we are interviewing a man named Andrew. He came up with a toilet app, uh, for the city GPS or a review system, I believe on Instagram, so you'll be able to uh, see us, not uh, not just hear us. We'll, we will be recording the podcast, but we will also be recording it for YouTube at my friend's house. Uh, he has a blog as well. Shout out to him, Life of Mark. That's on YouTube as well. Uh, maybe we'll do some cross-promotion on there. That'd be nice. But again, still insane. And you guys, you guys got to support a little more. I do get the listens. That's great. I appreciate the numbers. I appreciate the support all throughout season one. And now you guys have kept it strong for season two. Thank you. Start fucking commenting on my shit. Start telling people to subscribe to my shit. What the hell? I need more followers. I am a media whore just like the Bodega Boys. I need it, guys. Hit me. (laughs) Anyway. Like I said, this is still insane. Next week, we will have our co-host back, Not That Jay-Z. We will have our first guest on our first YouTube episode. We will be recording that this weekend. You can look forward to that. Again, the Still Insane YouTube channel. I think I'm going to rename it the Still Insane TV. I have a couple of lame videos on there right now. Uh, if you need to see Facebook photos, my my shit is in public, so you got keep up, shut up. There's also the Still Insane Facebook page. Get on that. You can get me on Snapchat, IG, whatever the hell you want to do. Like I said, subscribe, iTunes, SoundCloud. Do what you got to fucking do. Do the right thing. You better shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up with Still Insane. I'm over and out, homies. Yeah.